Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to The Come Up. I'm your host, Nell, with your co-host, Lachelle, and today we have Najere Elam, the founder of Sister House, which is a girl's foster, foster care home. And uh, she's going to talk about foster care, how there are 23,000 kids who age out of the foster care system each year in the United States. And she's going to talk about her efforts to combat that here in Oakland County. So let's get started. All right. Najere, well, welcome to the come up. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So let's, uh, of course, you know, uh, you've. You've had a couple of entrepreneurial ventures. You're doing yes. a couple of different things. A couple of different things. You've been successful. You're a young, you're one of the successful, one of the young successful entrepreneurs we know. So we uh, love promoting uh, things that you're doing, talking about things that you're doing. So let's, uh, let's have you talk a little bit about Sister House and what you're doing here. Alrighty. Well, Sister House is a... Um, technically it'll be an umbrella to the many things that I do like to do in regards to mentorship and sisterhood, all mm -hmm. bringing it together in one house. So sister house is a 24 hour living facility for, um, children who are aging out of the foster care system, specifically young ladies, uh, between the ages 16 and 21. Okay. Okay. So tell us, uh, what typically happens to 16-year-olds after they leave the foster care system? I mean, you know, you, you talk about them aging out of the foster care system. Where do they go? Where does the average 16-, 17-year-old go at this point? What Paint a picture of what their lives are like. Well, once they age out of the foster care system, they are essentially left up to their own resources, whether it's a family friend they know or their friends from school. But usually these people don't oh have gosh. anywhere to go. So they are in positions of, you know, couch hopping and, you know, resorting to other things to get money for them to have somewhere to stay. Wow. So, Nazare, um, what step are you taking to get these young ladies? Are you like, are you registered with Oakland County foster care system? Yes. So what you have to do um, in order to have a home like this, you do have to go through licensing for um, group child care and, um, group home licensing as well so what we would be doing is getting these referrals from oakland county and different placing agencies um in order to get our clients okay okay so what numbers how like walk us through like the number of kids the number of teenagers that actually age out each year and and you mentioned did you already mention that no um yeah, walk us through that step and, and um, like the ages and how many do you plan to? The sheer number of, of people of, of yeah. age out. Uh, I don't think, like, you know, I think we've all known and heard of people who are in foster care. Right. right? Some of us have maybe gone to school with kids who were mm -hmm. in foster care or detention or something like that. You're right. Uh, but walk us through just the numbers and... How that impacts someone. I, yeah. Literally every year, about 23,000 kids age out of the foster care system. Wow. And that's just between the ages of 16 to 21. We have all of these kids coming out of foster care with nowhere to go. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
So while they're in um, your housing, um, what is your expectation? Will they be in school? Yes. So in order to qualify for a semi-independent living uh, program, you would, um, our client would speak to their judge and their caseworker and let them know like, okay, I am getting ready to age out of the foster care system, but I do not necessarily want to be adopted. I would like to grow up and be independent. So this program would entail that they are enrolled in school. um, They have to get their high school diploma or a GED and they have to be enrolled in some type of either work. They have to go to work for sure, but they also have to be doing something for their future, whether it's school or some type of career program. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, and, and those are just normal expectations that you know you would have of your own child or right know, all children. So those are those are really good things. That's a normal expectation, right? Um, and not like the bar is set super high or anything. I mean, these are you know just things that you would expect. You would you would expect for any kid to want to do if they want to you know have a successful adult life. Exactly. So, so Nazareth, what motivated you to, you know, go this way or start this um, organization? Um, well, specifically being that between the ages of 16 to 21, couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. So if but, you know, along with that came a lot of struggle as well. So what I want to do is, you know, get these girls that have this sense of independence, but give them some type of guidance so that once they get out into the, in, into the world on their own, they have a sense of direction rather than, okay, this is what I know how to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So, the, so the kids would stay in your facility for a total of, what, four years, three years, four years? Uh, depending on when they enter, yes. So mm-hmm. I would like to get them at the recruiting age of 16 years old. And then by the time they're 21, they can graduate out of this program. And then some of the things that you would, Chris, you mentioned, you know, making sure they get their their uh, high school diploma or their GED uh, and, and other things. But what are some of the other things that you would want to, you know, in terms of resources, want to bring to the kids? What, what you know, what, what would... Uh, we would definitely be learning a lot of things that they don't teach us in the real world, like credit yeah. repair, like, uh-huh. you know, um, getting their own bank accounts, um, being able to manage right. their own finances, uh, right. filing taxes. Right. Um, because you know, in apply- some ways, these kids are going to have to be, well, in a lot of ways, these kids are going to have to be a lot more independent. You know, a lot of teenagers will rely on their parents, right? Right. To- yeah. I'll walk them through just opening up a bank account. Just, just, basic stuff they're very they're very dependent deep yeah. in their college years on, on their parents you know you have a lot of college students who right don't even know how to fill out their own financial aid you know right they, they're not very independent <laughs> right. so, i guess piggybacking on cornell um do you have like programs that you're gonna have built in to help these young ladies um to build their skills and preparing them for the real world like yes. what kind of programs so we have, um, I do plan on introducing this program called Meditate and Chill. Um, I do have um, tax preparers on my staff as well that would 
be down to teach the girls um, about, you know, doing their taxes and the different things that uh, entail with also starting your own business. Um, okay. yeah, just, so just like independent yeah. learning strategies. <laughs> Okay. And in the beginning, you mentioned about mentoring. Um, right. What kind of mentoring program are you looking to put together for them? Well, being that this is going to be an all-girls house, um, I do plan on having um, all-female mentorship groups. Uh, okay. So we do plan on doing, like, community cleanup, um, you know, prom dress drives, uh, okay. spa days in, within the home, things like that. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. So this is a uh, home that's uh, specifically designed for young girls. Yes. No, no boys. Now, are there other homes that are specifically for boys? Well, currently in Oakland County, we have about 12 licensed care facilities. Um, okay. Some are integrated, but most do um, care for specialized, such as like kids with disabilities and things like that. But Right, I can see that. Yeah, there are um, various homes within the area, but when it comes to sister house, I do plan on expanding to hopefully have brother house as well. So something okay. for the guys. Too. And, 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 and that brings up a good point. I mean, some of these kids are probably suffering just like the general population from ADD, ADHD, right. uh, you know, autism, some forms of autism, things right. like that. Mm -hmm. In other words, they have special needs. Right. It is, are you prepared with resources to handle kids like that kids yes those backgrounds yes so along with uh, my experience I do plan on having uh, either psychiatrist or psychologist involved in the um, the outsourcing process of getting you know getting more staffing involved in the home so yes we would have those care professionals right. there as well right right because I don't know and I it, you know it just seems like when I came up you didn't have the same number of, ki of, of, of kids who had special, who were considered special needs, right? And I don't know, right. it's just, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's the diet or just the society we live in today, but you just, it, there seems to be more people that fall into that category. Yeah, literally, like when I was growing up in school, like 15 years ago, we didn't have as many, you know, special education classes, but now it yeah. seems like they'd rather you know, devote, they, they would rather lump behavioral issues into, and maybe that's you what know, it is. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's what it is. It's, it's, it's just, uh, they, they want to call behavior a disability, yeah. you know, diagnosing it differently. Right. right. Because it just seems like 20 to 25% of the kids have something wrong, you know, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Special needs. So, Nathri, um, what are you looking um, for these girls to accomplish at the end of the program? Like, I know you're going to have, like, I would assume you would have, like, a graduation um, process. So right. what are you looking for them to accomplish at the end? Well, you know, and, and, and one thing that I would say is, you know, the stable, the, just, I think you can't underestimate the value of stability right. in kids' life, right? Because... When you don't have stability in your life, especially as a child, a place to call home, right? A place that's safe, emotionally safe, and physically safe for you. Um, that, I mean, that's huge. And Just the, that. And huge. That there is the overall goal of Sister House. They can always look back and say, okay, that house, I had a house full of sisters that helped me out and, right. you know, got me on, yeah. the right, on the right path. 
Yeah, that that is you really just cannot understate uh, the value of. I mean, I think when people think about home, that's what you really think about, right? Right. You don't you don't describe it that way, but home, a good home environment is that it's a stable environment. It's emotionally safe place for you to vent, to be yourself, to be accepted, however you are. Exactly. And I want so to girl- you- What was that? No, I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, will you be having like some fun programs for the young ladies? Of course. So we do plan on having, um, I do have estheticians on staff as well. So spa days for the girls. Um, we do plan on having career meet days. Um, various entrepreneur things. I'm very big on entrepreneurship. If these girls feel as though they can't work in anybody else's job, I want to have it so that they can create their own jobs for themselves, you know? Okay. Right, okay. Right. And let, me, let me ask you this, and maybe maybe you know the answer to this, maybe you don't. But I'm just curious. It seems like it seems like there'd be some government assistance for these kids uh, in their pursuit of a college degree or something. Yes. Is there anything extra that's that's set aside or provided to these kids to, you know, kind of go to college or? Yes. So along with this um, program, what they would be doing is putting aside the money that they basically think they're paying rent for and it will be allotted to them for once they graduate the program, they would at least have one month of their rent pay and Mm -hmm. some type of funding for them to, you know, you know, get their furniture, get a car if they need to, anything like that. And I'm I'm not necessarily talking about money from your organization, but just the, the state, the federal government, because, you know, we, you hear this term disadvantaged right. a lot, but these are truly the disadvantaged. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so, you know, you, you get set aside for people with like special needs. We talked about that. And a lot of us are considered, a lot of minorities are considered disadvantaged. Some minorities are, I, I mean, outside of the fact that they're a part of a racial group, you know, a disadvantaged racial group, they right. may come from an upper class or an upper upper middle class background. The point I'm trying to make is there are levels of disadvantage. Right. These guys are, you know, in terms of the levels, they're really they're really down there near the bottom or at the bottom. Yeah. So there really yeah. should be some extra funds set aside for for this group of, of kids looking to go to college. Yeah, there are a plethora of various different grants and loans or different programs that are available, but Right here, we are starting at the very bottom. If they, okay. if there is nothing that they have, they're going to come out of Sister House with something. <laughs> okay, okay. And so, having said that, having said that, you're starting at the bottom. Uh, you need resources. How can people contribute? How can people help uh, you to help these kids? What, what, are, what, what is it that people can do to assist? donations 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 so i currently have um the gofundme it is called um sister house community girls house on gofundme and i also have the facebook page called sister house community network that um people can find me on as well all right all right all right so uh michelle do you have anything nope 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 um we just want to thank you for you know, letting people know what you're trying to do for your community, and we are gonna hope that things are gonna be successful, and we will.
pray for you. Thank and, you so much. And we Thank will you. make sure that we pass the word on to other people. Please do. Give us a timeline. What is the expected timeline to have everything up and running, to have the house up and running? I would like to have the house up and running by Thanksgiving, Christmas uh, holiday season. So at okay. least um, four or five months out. Yes. Yep. I want to get these um, girls homed and placed by the time Christmas and New Year come around for sure. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. All right, right well, Najere. Really, really appreciate the good work you're doing. Well, thank you and, guys uh, so much. People will see this as I, I mean, this is this. In, in terms of a grassroots, uh, you know, community service that you're providing, I mean, it, it doesn't get more important than this. Thank you. The need for it is, is, is crazy. Like, right. Doesn't in, get more important than this. Yeah. Done. Good. All right. Well, do you have anything else or to share or? Um, no, just wanted to let you guys know if you are looking for Sister House organization, it is spelled S I S T A H A U S, and that is Sister House. Do you have an Instagram page for that, or um, the Instagram is Sister House LLC? Okay, okay, all right, all right, Najra. Will you enjoy the rest of your afternoon? And thank you for uh, giving us some information, and right. uh, we're going to encourage everybody to to look you up and, and participate, make a contribution. All righty, Nell and Lachelle. Well, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for coming on our show. All right, thanks. Okay, see you later. All right. Thank you again for joining us today on our episode. We appreciate you listening to our podcast. And just to let you know, we'll be taking a break till September. So don't forget today's episode with Nazare Elam. And she will talk to you guys about her foster care system and what she's trying to put together for these young ladies between the age of 16 and 21. Please make sure you support her and pass this on. Thank you again for listening to The Come Up, where we help you to take it to the top of your game. Look forward to seeing you in September. Thank you.